amen, that we might be able to bless God and bless one another as he bless us. Amen. Now, we, we, we're dealing with the sixth chapter of Romans. The sixth chapter of Romans. And we, so far we have dealt with know ye. Know ye. You know, that's something last week. We ought to know whether we are saved or not. We ought to know the, the reason we were baptized. We ought to know who died for our sins. And chapter six deal with this big six command sanctification. We sanctification. We, we want to understand that sanctification is not that you're holier than I am or not that I'm holier than you. Sanctification simply says, and I can't say it enough, that you have been set aside. The church itself has been set aside to serve the Lord, set aside to be a witness for him. The church is not uh, set aside for us to glorify the pastor, glorify one another, but we ought to glorify the Lord. So we talked about that, and in that, in that six through four, we realized that, that we, have, uh, uh, we are dead to sin, and we have been freed from sin. Now, the whole thing we ought to bear in mind as we uh, continue. We are dead. Amen. You need to write that down. We are dead to sin. And we are free from sin. And sanctification help deal with the power of sin. Simply saying that the more we set ourselves apart through the word of God, obey the word of God, then we can deal with the power of sin. Then it goes on to tell us in this last that that in the last uh, part we talked about last last uh, week was we ought to reckon that to be so. That was six. That was six chapter eleven through twelve. We need to reckon it to be so. How do we reckon it to be so? And I said to you, by faith, by faith, we accept these facts. F A C T S. We accept them by faith, and see if we don't, if we don't have the faith, Amen. We can't accept it. We got to believe that Jesus had died for our sin and rose for our justification. We must believe that. If we don't believe that, all our studying, all our praying, and everything is in vain. So Paul is Paul is saying to the church, we we must accept that these things by faith, regardless of how we feel. Our feeling does not do uh, 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 doing, doing a justice to it. It's not how we feel, it's what we take the word by faith. By faith, no rebuilt art, by faith. All of our learning and all our doing ought to be by faith. And we, we talked about that. And then we went on to say, say, say regardless how we feel, we, you know, it's not about your feeling. I know a lot of times, I sometimes I don't even feel, amen, like coming to Bible study. I don't feel like that. So you can't base your salvation on your feeling, and we cannot allow nobody else to say that 
you don't look like you say. Well, one thing about you have the word of God in your heart and believe what the word of God said. It said, if thou confess with thy mouth, Lord Jesus, and believe it in thy heart that God has raised him, raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And, and, and I believe that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whosoever feel like it shall be saved. No, he said, whosoever believe it shall be saved. So we got through the whole thing. And regardless of what, how you feel, whatever everybody say to you, you have nothing to prove but believe in the word of God. Amen. Now, the part come and, and, and the, the note, you've got to act like it before people. Amen. You got to act like it. We can't, we just don't feel that people see me singing a song and I'm praying real good and I'm praying what they want me to pray for and, and, and how to pray and how I sound. It's not based upon that. You got to, you got to reckon it to be so. So our next thing is reckon it to be so. And, 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 and we talked about that. You know, a lot of times people tell you, you ain't saying that right, you ain't doing this right, you ain't doing that right. But you based on the Holy Spirit. Now I tell, I want to say this to my instructors, to my leaders, when you speak from the Holy Spirit, when you allow the Holy Spirit to teach you the word of God that you might teach others. Now, if a question come up in class and you don't know the question, don't try to find don't try to, and can't find it in the Bible. Don't try to just think of some of your idea. I was trained when, 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 when I was trained that if the Holy Ghost doesn't speak to you, then you remain silent. If He doesn't speak to you, don't you remain silent? And 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 and, and ask the Lord to give you the answer and keep praying, and and He will tell you the scripture and everything. But don't just try to tell people how to feel. I think a lot of times we get tied up in our opinion. I believe this, not believe it. The Holy Spirit puts us all on one accord. So if the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to you, then Amen. Just be quiet. Amen. Now our next, our next outline is yield. E. First of all, you got to consider. You got to know it. You got to consider it to be true. Then you got to yield. E. Yield. E. And I would like for, I would like for our new member, amen, uh, I, I, I can't think of her first name, but I know his last name is Carter. I want our new member, Sister Carter, to read, read to us 6th chapter of Romans, the 13th through 15th verse. I want you to read that to us. Read it for us. Okay. Six, six chapter Roman, that's what we have. 13 through the 15th verse. We just thanking God for our people that are our new member coming to Bible class and that we might be that we might know more about him who died on Calvary for us. Because it's all because of him. But then we got to have sense enough once we accept the effect, once we believe it, then we got to yield to Christ. Okay? Are you ready for me? Yes. Okay, would you read for me? Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, 
but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Keep on reading. Yeah, we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace, God forbid. Okay, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Sister Carter. We'll find you out reading for Now, the first thing it says, chapter, I mean, verse 13 of that chapter, sixth chapter, it says, it said that she read it very plain. I hope we listen. Neither year. I won't go to 12. Let not sin range in your mortal body that you shall obey it in the lust thereof. Don't let sin run. But this is, what I, this is the 13 verses for our outline. You say, neither you yield, you, neither yield ye your members as instrument of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield, now this this part of what to but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead. Now if you if you realize last week we talked about we felt like what we talked about that we we are we, we got to realize that we're walking in the new and the life. You are dead. You are dead. And now you under sin. You're not under sin, excuse me, you're not under sin, but you have a New position now we talked about. So therefore it says that 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 yield yourself. Now I want to look at the yield your members. Yield your members as instrument of righteousness uh, unto God. Our righteousness, our resurrection, I'm sorry, our resurrection member. If we've been rose with Christ, alive in Christ, then we we have new we have members. Now, when you talk about members, if you're talking about a military return, if you're talking about a military return, amen, we're we, 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 we talking about a military return. And military, uh, like in the service, we, we, we got many members to our body. And we don't yield those things to, to, to sin no more because we're a new person. You know, I, I, I was taught, when I talked to Claire, I was talking about how we, Sometimes forget we're a new person and 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 then then we can go and dig up the old man and the old lady or whatever. He dead, but we go back and dig it up. And and sometimes we get in discussion with one another, our friends or loved one, and talk about what you used to do and how you used to do. But you're dead now. And when you hear your members, which is your tongue is part of the member. When you yield that back and talk about what you used to do and how you do this and you did that, when you open up a grave, it stinks. And 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 when you open up all that stuff, it just it just don't smell right. It don't act right. So what we need to do, we need to realize that we are no more. Amen. We are no more under sin. Sin don't dictate to us no more. If you read the last verse, you said. Sin don't have no dominion over us. Now, now, I know that that I say we are free from sin, and sin doesn't have no dominion over us, but sanctification dealing with the power of sin for us. Because the problem is, 
just because you're free from sin, you're dead to sin, but you still got that flesh in you. And some, one preacher said, we got a war going on inside. The flesh tell you to do one song, the spirit tell you to do something. So they're fighting one each other on the inside. But you yourself got to yield your members to the instrument of God. What member? That lying tongue. That 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 that, that lustful eye. That, that all, all those things is member. You don't take once you say, you don't take those members and turn them back over to Satan and let Satan command you what to do with it. Amen. You got a new 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 boss now, if I could say it the way. You got a new 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 position that is righteousness. So you ought to yell those things to, to, to God, yell yourself to God. We don't want to do that. We don't want to, we, we, we I say we, we, we wants to, amen, get up and live a new life, and then we want to live the old life, and you can't serve two masters. And now you got that inside of you. I want to go to church, but I want to go to Calvary. I want to go to church, I want to go to Calvary. Which one are you going to yield to? I want to cuss them out, but God told me don't do that. But God just got to excuse me this time. I don't hear nobody say nothing. I know you got your mute on. Y'all got to excuse me this time. I'm just going to, you got to excuse me. I'm just going to call and cuss them out, and then I'm going to ask the Lord, forgive me. No, and don't don't say it beforehand. Well, I'm going I'm, to, I'm, I'm, Lord, forgive me, because I got to go tell her off or tell them off. Look, you remember that you as a new creature now, we're in Christ, and yield your members, amen, this our resurrected members as instrument of righteousness unto God. Everything you have, you ought to yield it to God. I don't care what it is, yield it to God. And I know it's hard to do, but you got to consider yourself dead, dead to him. Amen. Then we got, then when we, when we do that, we realize we got to know something. Uh, Sister Carter, Sister Carter, my new member, I want you, now I want to, I, I don't want to get in a whole lot of this talking about this is for marriage, this is for marriage. I want us to look at what he said in the seventh chapter, in the first three verses, or four verses, uh, 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 or the seventh chapter, first four books. I want you to read that for me and listen to what he said. I want y'all to read along with her and listen to what 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 Paul is saying to the church, okay? Do and that Romans. Yeah, Romans, the seventh chapter, and, and, and the first uh, four verses. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them and know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he live. Stop right there. Woman. Stop right there. The law have dementia over a man as long as he live. Okay? Read, read some. I, I had to emphasize on that because somebody ain't listening. All right, read the next verse, baby. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by law to her husband so long as he lived. But if the husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. Look what it said. A woman, as long 
she is bound to her husband as long as she lives. She is bound to her husband. Paul used an illustration here now. He wasn't using a marriage, he used a marriage for illustration. As long as she lives, she is bound to her. But when her husband dies, she's no more bound to him. Okay? Y'all you, you, see that? So what is simply saying here, that as long as you are dead now to the law, and, and you're not bound to the law, you're bound to righteousness. You're dead to right, law. Done righteous. Now you under the right righteous. So he's saying uh, if you're dead, and if you consider yourself dead, and you're not yelling yourself, why are you keep yelling yourself back to the old life when you've been dead? The wages of sin is death, and the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Now, if you're dead, why are you still unrighteousness still ruling you? Why are you lying unrighteousness to tell you what to do? Yell your members, amen, to God and not to unrighteousness. All right, read on, read on. So, read then, on. so then if while her husband lived, she'll, she be married to another man. She shall be caught an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law so that she is no adulteress though she be married to another man. Okay. Now, if you going back and, 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 and doing, yelling to the, to the law, the what Paul said, and, 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 and you still, you know, married to Jesus. <laughs> Let me just put it like that because the church is surprised. You, you part of Jesus. Why are you committing adultery? If you taking your hand and doing all these things and not Satan and let you do it, you commit adultery. You commit spiritual adultery. Now I want y'all. I want y'all listen at this good now. Adultery don't simply mean because you're going with another man or another woman. You commit adultery anytime you're going against your marriage vow. Anytime you're going against the word of God, you commit a spiritual adultery. I know somebody all say ouch will never. Some of the tech cross things say ouch. You when you hanging around hanging around and doing everything that you shouldn't do and you, you commit adultery. You commit adultery. Amen. And 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 and, and she said and, and read the next, next verse, babe. Um wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law. Stop. By the so I saw my brother, you also become become dead to the law. Now he said, I'm speaking to the one that know the law. Therefore, brothers, you have become dead to the law. You have become dead to unrighteous. Read on. Read on, babe. Um, wherefore, my brethren, ye also are dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye shall be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit in, unto God. Now, 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 listen. Therefore, brother, you are dead to the law. You are now in the body of Christ. And what should we do? We should be bringing fruits unto who? Unto God. Unto God. You know the problem with most of us, most of the time, we find ourselves, amen, we find ourselves 
bringing fruit unto Satan. That's why you shouldn't yield your body to, 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 to unrighteousness. We're supposed to be yielding our bodies, ourselves, to righteousness. We should be bringing fruits to God. Amen? We, 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 and what we do? We're doing more stuff for Satan than we are doing for God. And don't let Satan have your body. Don't let Satan have your members, if you will. Don't let Satan have that. Because you know what? When you do that, when we do that, we are committing spiritual adultery. Spiritual adultery. And we should be, you know, we, and, and you know, I want to say this, church, and, 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 and I say, but there's an all-out local church. I don't pick on no church, but I want to say this to the church. We bring more fruit for unrighteousness than we do fruit for God. Amen. We, 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 we can draw more people in the church doing unrighteous stuff than we can for righteousness. Amen. I was telling somebody, I was talking years ago when I was teaching, I was talking to a, a class and I says, I said, we shouldn't be hanging out. We shouldn't be letting our unsaved friend dictate to us. And she says to me, well, we're doing that trying to draw them in the church. We hang out with them, we run around with them, trying to get them to come to church. And Jesus said, this is a remark, Jesus said, I will make you fishers of men. That's what I said, yes, he did say that. And, but he gave them some bait to you. Now, now you, you can't catch fish, swim around in the water with the fish. Amen. You got, when you go fishing, I know I got some fishermen probably listening. When you go fishing, you have a bait you put on. Amen. And our bait today is the word of God. You just can't swim around with the fish and then come up. Okay, let's go. Let's go to another pond. No, no. You, you, you got to be able to give the bait, and the bait is the word of God. That's why he said, "Now you can, you can catch them. You can give them hot dogs. You can do them all they want. Feed the neighborhood. You can do all that. But it's not like giving them the word of God. That's how you build the body of Christ by the word of God. He said himself, "If I be lifted up, I draw." Mankind unto the eye drop if I be lifted up. We got to lift up Jesus. We'll lift up in uh, I, I look at the situation right now. We'll go to the to the king looking for help. But you know what? When I read the book of Jeremiah and I studied about a month ago, the king called for Jeremiah. Amen. But now we're calling for the king. And if we call for the right king, Lord Jesus Christ is our king. Amen. And lift up the word of God. And we, we, got, we got to know that. We got to know that. Our righteousness. Don't, you dead to Christ. Why you want to dig that old man back up? Why you want to keep serving that old man back? Old man. I, I, I have learned in my, in, my, in my 39 years of pastor, and I'm still learning, you know, Preachers, if you preach one good sermon, or preach two good sermons, or preach three years or whatever, you haven't arrived yet. You haven't arrived where God wants you to be yet in the word of God. You have not arrived. I have not arrived. And, and I, I said any time, you got to keep studying. You got to keep preaching. You got to keep studying. 
but you got to live what you talk about. Okay? You got to live it like I live it. So you can't just keep doing what you want to do and say what you want to say. You got to keep living. You got to keep living and living. So don't yield all this stuff. Don't give yourself over to Christ. Amen. I'm not saying no how far. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that you can do anything, amen, and, and, and not anything, but you, Christ is your optimal, uh, a person that you should really obey the word of God. Giving and praying, paying your tithes, giving your tithes, whatever way you decide to give, that's, that's fine. That's fine. But God, we talked about that in the 12th chapter of Romans. God wants you to say, give your body a living sacrifice. Amen. He wants you to give your body a living sacrifice. And it disturbs me as pastor when I can have members, amen, I appreciate what they're doing, bringing money and doing all that. But God wants you. God wants you to be a living sacrifice. And that's, 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 the, that's what God wants. So yield your members. Yield your members to Christ. If you want to be sanctified, set aside, yield your members to Christ. Because I tell you what, the justification deal with the state we're in. Sanctification deal with, with the, excuse me, justification deal with our standard. Sanctification deal is a process. It's a process. You ain't going to grow overnight. You ain't going to grow overnight. Because when you're born, you're a baby. You're not going to grow overnight. Amen. But, but you keep on studying God's word. To keep on studying God's word, you will grow. I use this illustration in what used all the time. When they, they said there was an Afro-American man uh, of down south. They used to have dog fights. They used to have dog fights. And this, and this planta, plantation owner hired this black guy to be over the dogs. And every Saturday night, they have a dog fight. And uh, so, so these two brothers, they got together. One, one of the brothers got together, and he told the brother, said, I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want you to bet on the white dog. And this Saturday night, said, mean, you're going to clean up. And so he, he betted on the white dog, and the white dog won. He did that two Saturday night. Then the next Saturday night, he told his brother, said, now, what you do, you, you, you bet on the black dog this week. And he bet on the black dog, and the black dog won. And so he said, he asked his buddy, say, how do you know which dog going to win? He said, I feed him. And if I want the white dog to win, I don't feed the black one. If I want the black dog to win, I don't feed the white one. And what we are doing, we feeding the flesh more than we are the spirit. And, and we can't yell because the, the, the flesh is winning because we don't come to Bible class, Sunday school, we don't do none of that. And, and, and all week we feed the flesh. And then on Sunday morning we come to church and then the pastor is all upset. Uh, then you all upset, excuse me, uh, excuse me. You're all upset with the pastor. You're all upset with the pastor. You're all upset because I didn't feel nothing. Well, if you had been feeding the spirit during the week, you'd have felt a whole lot. Amen. I know what he's talking about. So let us look at that. Let us, let us listen to that. Feed the flesh. 
feed the spirit. Don't feed the flesh. Feed the spirit and don't feed the flesh. Please, sir, do that. Then we got, we got, we got, we got to look at it. You have a winner. You have a winner. Amen. You have a winner. You have a winner. If you do that, you you have a winner. Feed the spirit. Now it said, it said this much, uh, uh, brother Walter. It said this. You can tell how much a person loves the church when you come to church on Sunday morning. Because basically when we come to church on Sunday morning, we are the church, right? We want to, we come to see each other. Some of us go as first saying, I don't came if you had no church going to be there. Then he goes on to say, so you come to church on Sunday morning to see the, because, because you love the church. You see the people. Then you come to church on Sunday evening because you love the pastor. Well, I'm going to go back. I don't want my pastor to be out there by himself. Then on, on, on Wednesday night, the crowd gets smaller and smaller. On Wednesday night, I say, I go to, you, you don't go to church? Why? You have a few people there because they don't love the Lord. If they love the Lord, they will come out on Wednesday night. And you ought to love the Lord more than you do the church and the pastor. Come out and hear about the Lord. That if the pastor teaches, that as whoever teaching is teaching about Jesus Christ and giving you the word of God. So we have to be careful with that. We have to be careful with that. Now our next one, and, and by the time we close now, but our next one is obey ye. Obey ye. For ye. That, that Paul said, you, you, you know ye, you reckon ye, you yell ye. Now you got to obey all those things. You got to obey that. If you don't obey your, your, what you're yelling to and don't obey giving your uh, righteousness to God, if you don't accept by faith what God has said to you, if you don't accept that, and if you don't know you're the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, then if you don't obey those things, you got a problem. And a lot of us not obeying. We wonder why. The Lord say he'll bless me. My mom and daddy gave me more when I obeyed them, obeyed them than they did when I didn't obey them. God gives you something. But you know what? He said, I come to give life and to give it more abundantly. We got to obey. You know, them that are not obeying, we just live in a partial life. But if you obey God, he'll fill you up with blessing, with blessing, with blessing after blessing. You be like that song say, he keep on blessing me. He blessed me once, he blessed me twice. He just keep on blessing me. Why? Why? Brother Bridges are being blessed. Why is I'm, I'm not being blessed like him? Or why this person being blessed? The problem is you are not obeying. What are you putting into it? Coming to sing on Sunday morning and only come on your Sunday. Well, there's my Sunday to sing. I got to be there. No, every Sunday, you ought to come to worship the Lord. Whether you're singing or not singing, whether you're praying or not praying, then we'll get to church. I want to pray. I want to pray. Next week, I might want you to pray. You're not even there. Let's get together. Allow the Spirit of the Lord work with us. So let us obey. I'm not going to start to obey till next week. If the Lord let us, we're going to talk, obey. What we need to obey. Amen. The word of God. Let us obey. God bless you. Put it back in. No, no, no. I got some questions I want to ask.
Okay. Rebel Khan. <laughs>